0: Welcome, variants from across the multiverse. This is Geek Verse Reactions. Let's get it. It's going to be a fun night. I tell you what, we've been jamming to Venom by Eminem, and that has got my <laughs> vibes going uh, for oh, tonight's live stream. We are eventually going to get to our main title for this episode, and that is Will Tom Hardy's Venom Appear? in Spider-Man No Way Home. We'll see. We'll get to that topic. But we got a lot of fun things to discuss on this week's episode. And joining me, of course, is DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Texan on all social media platforms. How are you doing?
1: I'm representing my namesake today, baby. (laughs) And we talked about this just for a second before we hit live tonight. But, man, I'm sick of all this heat. I'm ready for the fall. And so... I felt it like, you know, getting ready. I was like, I'm going to wear a hoodie. I was like, ah, it's kind of warm. But then Caleb's like, I'm gonna wearing a hoodie. I'm like, I'm wearing a hoodie with you. I'm just, I'm, it's hoodie weather, sweater weather, it's sweater weather. <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting ready for it. I'm excited about it. Um, But yeah, man, I just, you're right about this, this Geekverse episode. We've got so much going on. Yes. Vibing with Venom. I mean, hashtag vibing with Venom. I mean, vibing it's a thing. With venom. It's a thing now. <laughs> so I'm having a good time just just getting ready for everything that's coming our way. It's just, it's a very exciting time to be a geek. I think we've said that a lot recently, mm-hmm. but oh, it's, it's always can't.
0: an exciting time to be a geek.
1: You're not wrong. man. Always baby. not wrong.
0: <laughs> well, listen, it's an exciting time here at Mando talk and I'm going to use this as an opportunity to plug something this Thursday, two days from now, we are doing a live stream where we are spoiler reviewing Star Wars visions. Now, I still haven't made an executive decision on if we're going to do half of it or we're just going to go ahead and do the full thing. I think maybe we need to have that conversation. And you know what? If you're a listener, you let us know what you prefer. Would you prefer for us to cut it in half? Give everybody some time to finish watching the entire thing to then finish out talking about visions next week. You let us know. But that's not really the exciting announcement. That I wanted to make the excited announcement that I wanted to make about that is we are having something that we've talked about doing before. We're having a brother special episode where my brother, which you've heard of before, Jacob Keller, is coming back on the show. He loves anime, so he's going to be great as far as discussing Star Wars visions. But DJ, who else is going to be on that episode?
1: My younger brother, Gavin foster is joining a self-proclaimed fan of all things anime okay and also die hard ahsoka tano fan
0: okay so, there we go
1: so he is he is the definition of a kid who grew up with clone wars and okay. i i'm super stoked about it. i mean I, I hit him up the other night and i was like hey man uh there's a chance that we can have you on mando talk on thursday how you feel about that and he mm-hmm. immediately was just like sent me the smiley face emoji like 15 times he was super yeah. excited so i'm really stoked that he's gonna uh, be on here thursday with us and just looking forward because i love i love talking star wars i have a i have a 13 year old brother too but i love talking star wars with all my siblings it's just a lot of fun and um sure. they they're as dorky as i am if not dorkier in some areas and um, I love getting to do that. So it's going to be exciting having both Jacob and and Gavin on, yeah. on the show. And I'm really well, looking forward to it. I
0: think so. And it, it sounds like that Jacob and Gavin will be able to provide the anime expertise. Yes, because I'll be completely <laughs> honest. I don't think that's us. We are just Star Wars geeks and experts, but not necessarily that genre of anime. So I think we're going to have a lot of good analysis for you guys. So again, if you are checking out Visions, which drops tomorrow, um, and again, Thursday, you can continue watching it to get ready for our episode where we discuss some of those Visions episodes. And again, you let me know if you have a preference, if you want us to talk about half of it, Uh, And then or all of it. It's up to you. It's really up to our audience. uh, If you have a preference. If I don't hear from anybody, though, that means I guess me and DJ will make that decision, which is okay. (laughs) That's fine. But I would prefer to do what you guys out there listening. Uh, want us to do, but other than that, the only other plug that I would have to say is subscribe to this YouTube channel uh, if you have not done so. We are so close to that goal of 100 subscribers by the time that the Book of Boba Fett hits, but I really think we can get to that 100 sub number before, well before Book of Boba Fett yeah. hits. We're nine, we are single digits away from that goal. So if if you love us, if you like what you see, you like these bearded gentlemen, click subscribe. Subscribe to our channel, we would greatly appreciate it. But with all of that down and out of the way, like we've said, I mean, we say it every week. It's every week on Geek Verse Reactions. There is so much to talk about, uh, and it's unreal. And it, it's topics that I think we are passionate about, yes, it's characters that we are passionate about, uh, and stories that we're passionate about. So without further stalling or anything else or any other plugs. Let's do it, DJ. Why Let's don't you do go it. ahead and lead us off? Because I know this first topic is something that that really excites you. What do we got? One second. Okay, one second. One second. Oh, what's he got? What's he got? I've oh, got okay. on All right. my,
1: my horned helmet. Here's the thing. Our first topic comes straight out of Middle Earth.
0: Okay. And okay. here's
1: the deal. You have to you have to be ready for battle in Middle Earth at any given moment. And so this here, this is my uh, plastic Viking helmet. Um, But in the original animated Lord of the Rings movie, Boromir wears one of these guys. So, I'm going to leave this on for the duration of this news piece. Okay. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. Hey, that's fine. Let's do it. I thought you were about to say
0: duration of the episode, (laughs) which I'm I'm here for, man. I'm here, but hey, it's up to you.
1: Maybe if we ever have some really hardcore Viking stuff to talk about, maybe. But just today, I'm leaving it on for Lord (laughs) of the Rings. So here we go. Um, First off the list is Howard Shore, composer for the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit trilogies, is in talks to return to Middle Earth to compose once more. And I got to tell you, this is about the most exciting news that I've heard about this upcoming Amazon Lord of the Rings series. I, I mean, it's just they've already had a few other people who worked on those two trilogies uh, or one or the other jump in in the pre-production side of things. And that alone is, is something to be excited about. But Howard Shore's music gives us so much um, to the levity and this, everything that Tolkien wrote um, in his words and also his his son, Christopher Tolkien, who took took on the mantle after Tolkien passed back in the 70s. So. Um, with all that being said, Caleb, does mm-hmm. this mean that the Amazon show will be connected to Peter Jackson's films?
0: 100%. I mean, 100%. I, think, I think there's been confirmation of that prior to this news. Has there? Oh. I think it's I think it's their goal, their end game with this show is that okay. the final thing is, and, and you probably know the names of all of these things that I'm about to reference as things and stuff and yeah. whatever, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the their end game goal with this prequel series is that first battle in fellowship of the ring. So it's literally going all the way up to the doorstep, if you will, as far as what, what opens up the Hobbit trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy and everything. So with that said, I think we're definitely getting connections, but to kind of even further dive into that. When I hear Howard Shore coming in to score this series in my opinion, that's a must. Like, this dude goes hand-in-hand hand with Lord of the Rings just 100%. as much as John Williams goes with Star Wars. Here we are, we're a Star Wars show. I always talk about Star Wars <laughs> whenever whenever I can. It's,
1: a, it's everywhere.
0: <laughs> right behind John, in my opinion, right behind John Williams as far as making legendary tracks, score pieces, yeah. in my opinion, because Lord of the Rings' score is just so incredible, it's howard shore so this is a home run as far as a decision and i think it was a vital decision as far as you know like you said making these connections as a viewer uh, someone watching the show is going to know okay this is all the same universe sounds the same looks the same feels the same and just that small detail of getting howard shore on board drives that home
1: that's a that's a good call man and you know I, I'm honestly of the same opinion. I really do think that this could connect to Peter Jackson's films. Mm. Um, even though Peter Jackson has denied involvement, you know, we still have other people uh, like uh, Alan Lee, who concept artist and renowned Tolkien artist. Um, it, helping out with the pre-production i believe it was barry osborne one of the original producers for the first three lord of the rings films is also connected with the project however he i believe exited the project sometime in the last year so yeah. that, that's kind of you know one of those things where if you're a hardcore lord of the rings fan and follower you may have heard about that and may have caused you know some some rocky uh, terrain of thinking if you will But, you know, honestly, Howard Shore, I was listening to Lord of the Rings music on the way here, knowing that this was going to be our first topic, knowing that um, I'm listening to, specifically from the Fellowship of the Ring, the track that's called The Bridge of Khazad-dum. And if you're all familiar, that's right up to the moment when uh, Gandalf says, you shall not pass, and then everything from there. So uh, for me, Howard Shore is, he's right up there um behind john williams i actually personally have hans zimmer right above howard shore
0: but yeah. um
1: but you know he he's he's in the all, same
0: party for sure
1: oh absolutely if the three of them ever got together and, and had a conversation i mean it would just be one of the coolest things you've ever heard in your life mm-hmm. um so moving on to the second part of this all right okay. does this excite either one of us for the upcoming lord of the rings series more so than it already was
0: for me yes yeah. Um, I was already pretty excited, and I guess for me, only because I'm not as connected to and I and when I say not connected, I love Lord of the Rings, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know as much detail as you do, DJ. So for me, the most exciting thing that I've heard about this show is how much money they're putting into it because that means <laughs> yeah. the production yeah. value, the looks, the feel is gonna line up perfectly with those incredible films that we've gotten, right? But like I said earlier, just it's it's not really it's not really that small of a detail. This is a big decision. Your score in Lord of the Rings in that yeah. franchise is huge. Uh, so doing this, making it all connected, for me, yes, it did get me more excited. It did get me more excited for sure.
1: And it made me more excited just because I know that Howard Shore, I think, won three Academy Awards for yes. either. I think specifically Lord of the Rings. I don't know about The mm-hmm. Hobbit. But it, I mean, I yeah. was already amped about this and I was already excited. I mean, I, I love, I listened to Howard Shore's Lord of the Rings music on a regular basis. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, a lot of people, you know, I don't, I'm not an athlete anymore, but like, you know, if I was an athlete now, my pregame playlist would just be like movie scores because those sure. get me more hyped than most other songs out there. And Howard Shore's, you know, Bridge of Khazad-Dum. Uh, Theoden Rides Forth, The Battle of Pelennor Fields. All of those, those are like my top three Lord of the Rings tracks. Um, not to mention Concerning Hobbits. I mean, it's play, everybody knows that one from the pipe uh, flute that gets that's played there. And it's just such a cool uh, piece of music and all, all the things. So tell us what you think about Howard Shore jumping on board with the Amazon TV series. What is about to become the most expensive TV show ever put into production um putting game of thrones in second place which mm-hmm. you know i throw that in there as a dig at you caleb i know <laughs> how much you love game of thrones but <laughs> sure, anyway, sure. <laughs> but anyway um that's some exciting news so let us know what you think uh comment below or tweet at us at mando talker at rebel Scum texan to let us know uh what you feel about that
0: absolutely well let's get to our next news piece uh and admittedly in my opinion this is not as positive so I'll just go ahead and throw that disclaimer out there. Dune, the Dune, first of all, Dune, a great looking film coming out pretty soon. Try to, try to make plans to go see that in theater. But this past week, the director for Dune, I'll probably mess, mess up the way you pronounce his name, Denis Villeneuve, Villeneuve said in an interview with El Mundo, there are too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than a cut and paste of others my initial reaction is why like why do you have to make this comment i don't think it's really that beneficial either for yourself because believe it or not i feel like dune's marketing goes to people that probably watch the mcu and enjoy the mcu i don't think that's really smart to just throw shade at the mcu for really no reason but it's it's really like the second or third like famous director that has come out to say something like this and if i'm being completely honest i don't agree and that is somebody from i am somebody that used to be kind of salty about how successful the mcu was being because you know at my core i'm star wars i want to see star wars be king but eventually i just came to and realized that MCU is incredible. Here we are now doing geek verse reactions, talking about things that are outside Star Wars. So for me, it's just, it's something that I understand. I understand directors, you know, throwing shade, whatever. I just don't get it. I I don't get it. What do you think? What do you think?
1: I I don't, I don't get it either. I mean, you know, it it just goes to show you what kind of a world Hollywood is. And as much as as Hollywood means to me uh, as a, you know, a massive film fan, you know, and a filmmaking fan, the truth is, is that Hollywood is comprised of just cutthroat people. And it is what, that's what's so difficult to wrap my head around because generally speaking, I'm a pretty loving guy. I'm a pretty Mm -hmm. down to earth guy. And I, you know, I I don't like to have beef with anybody. And and when I've had beef with people, I'm like, I want to figure this out. And it's just, and so my mindset, I look at that and apply it to a situation like, the dune director uh who i i've been saying his name dennis i don't think that's how you pronounce it (laughs) but uh, i don't i've never checked the pronunciation of his name but i'm gonna call him dv
0: dv so with dv
1: with dv over here dv exactly i mean and you said he's like the third big name director we had scorsese Mm -hmm. now spielberg and spielberg and now this and now dv and we're over here i don't see the point and and to his to make the rebuttal to his point, and I I think you'll say the same, they're not all cut and paste. Right. I mean, you know, he's basically looking at origin stories, Mm -hmm. and he's saying, okay, so there's a tragic moment, and then this happens, and that propels the story forward. I know very little about Dune, but I'm willing to bet there's a tragic moment that propels the story forward that makes the rest of the movie so good. And if he's calling that a cut and paste, he clearly has not watched enough movies now I've never seen another one of his movies that I'm aware of and I still Ooh. plan on seeing and I still plan on seeing dune. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Dune, and I think it looks incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
1: this comment gonna keep me away from that movie? Not one bit no. um, Am I upset about the comment? Yeah because it's a it, it's a dumb comment to make
0: yeah I mean, I, I've in, sorry I ahead. think I've ahead, seen I've seen online I think the biggest rebuttal that people are putting out there, is he's criticizing Marvel for copy and pasting? As he is doing a movie about a book, he's yeah. copy and pasting a book. Not to mention,
1: it's a remake <laughs> of another film as well.
0: True. So, so like, it's, I, it's I don't a know. Copy
1: of a copy at this point.
0: It's, and, in my opinion, it's one of those things where it's like you try to sound fancy, like, "Ooh, I'm a film critic. Marvel is copy and paste." Sure, if you have that opinion, that's fine. But at the end of the day, Marvel movies are making the most money out of all movies right now. So, you know, you yeah. can throw shade at it at yeah. all you want. I used to be in that ballpark. Again, I, I get you, DV. I've been there before. Yeah. But it, it ain't that big of a deal, guys. No, Just I let mean, people enjoy stuff.
1: This is a classic case of they hate us because they ain't us.
0: They hate us because they ain't us.
1: <laughs> and, and, and that's what's going on here. And that's, you know... I won't say that for Scorsese and Spielberg because they put out good stuff. Again, I've never seen a a Villeneuve or Villeneuve uh, movie. You know, I have Mm -hmm. no idea what he's done. So to me, this just, just just looks like, dude, you're upset that you're not in that room, you know? And you know, that's, that's really, I think the whole story, I don't think there's any other story to go with it so i mean as far as this goes that again i want to reiterate that does not mean i'm not seeing dune because i want to see this movie it looks incredible and i plan on seeing it in the theater um so when it comes out that's where i'll be um but until then you know i just think comments like this should just you just don't make comments like this when something is so successful
0: 100 100 i don't really have anything else that i would like to add to that other than like you said I'm still going to be there to see Dune. I would personally like to be there on its premiere night. That's how excited I am to see this film. Because like I said, I think in last week's or the weeks before Geekverse Reactions episode, I think this is going to give you like those Star Wars feels almost like to where, you know, I am a big Star Wars fan. I think I'm just going to at least get those vibes from it. And that'll that'll help me enjoy it a little bit more. Sure. All right. What's next on the news, DJ?
1: Next, we've got some of our main topics. We're getting into our main topics of the evening, and it's a lot of really cool, very exciting stuff. From the shadows, the Batman, the Batman. <laughs> emerges as our main DC topic of interest. I like to break things down based through universes, and our show notes will reflect that this evening. But it's been confirmed that a new The Batman trailer will drop during DC Fandom, uh, the DC Fandom event on October 16th. So with that being said, what do we hope to see from this particular trailer? Caleb Keller.
0: More plot details. Like the first trailer that we got was just straight up, oh, it's Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson looks pretty sick. Uh, questionable is Bruce Wayne. That was my original opinion. But I, th- I think we'll get there. I think he'll end up convincing me once I actually see the film. So... The first teaser trailer, whatever they released last event, was just like, oh, here it comes. Get pumped. Here's the look. It looks sick. I think this trailer needs to reveal more plot uh, points, if you will, and more mood setting and just give the audience a better understanding of what to expect when we all go to the theater to see this thing when it eventually comes out. That's what I hope to see. I have seen the flashiness. I've seen the cool shots. I don't need any, I know I'm going to get more of those. I don't need more, more of those. I need to know Mm. what to expect when we go to see the film. That's what I hope to see from the trailer.
1: Well, yeah. And I 100% agree with that. More plot details would be fantastic. The one thing I want to see the most out of this trailer personally is our, our, a clean cut look at the Riddler. Mm. You know, we know he's our main villain. We've already seen the penguin. You know, I, I want to see that clean-cut image of, of uh, Ed Nigma out there doing his thing. And um, that I really couldn't ask for much more. You know, if I if I don't see him until the movie comes out, which I would think would be a terrible idea on DC's part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that's the thing I need to see, you know, just to kind of help me get more excited. I'm already excited. I'm going to yes. go see it. Like, opening weekend, 100% going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... We, we, I mean, I feel like at a point in time, there's like, man, we don't get Batman very often, but like it kind of it's become more and more frequent over the last few years. But with this one, I, I'm stoked about. Um, and yeah, more plot details. I think that's probably the best thing we can hope for. You mm-hmm. know, I could say all day I want to see the Riddler. And, you know, honestly, just as a segue, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little more uh, of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman.
0: 100%. And in
1: fact, in this last week, a promotional image of Zoe Kravitz sporting her Catwoman cow was released. And um, just along those lines, you know, we've kind of already talked about what we'd like to see from the trailer, but s- did seeing her in this promo lend anything to the story of the Batman? For me, I saw absolutely nothing different in this one promotional image than um, the trailer gave us. It's just, it's just typical Catwoman. You know, mm-hmm. you really can't change the Catwoman look a whole lot. Um, I think that the Dark Knight Rises did a pretty decent job at, at giving us the goggles, how they transition up to cat ears. I thought that was very cool, very different. Um, and actually, that's something Christopher Nolan talks about in the behind the scenes stuff for that movie. So a little plug there for your Dark Knight behind the scenes. But um, other than that, you know, not nothing on this one particularly gave anything to me. Uh, what about you, Caleb?
0: No, I mean, i that that was the first time. Whenever you sent me that link was just the first time I even realized that they released an image uh, okay. regarding her. Uh, but I didn't take anything away from it. It's it's cool to see new shots, but I can't wait until what what was it October sixteenth to yes. actually get a, an official trailer i think that's gonna be uh pretty cool what else happened this past week as far as batman goes though
1: we celebrated batman day on saturday and yeah. um i just didn't even to realize ask,
0: that was a thing if i'm being completely honest
1: well i i knew it was a thing because last year i was like oh batman I, I don't know how i found out about it almost like a hey, like, hey, batman day is coming out mm-hmm. and i'm like batman day okay and then i'm like well i'm gonna go watch a batman movie and so i yeah. did that last year unfortunately this year i was too busy to sit down and watch a batman movie which is always a bummer but let's be honest i'm always thinking about batman i mean batman's always on my brain and that's just because batman's freaking cool you know i love batman i think batman's awesome so personally i did not celebrate um batman day but i'm always celebrating batman yeah and i do i do know that hbo max kind of pushed that out there and was like hey check out all this batman content we have and by the way hbo max has a crap ton of batman content
0: Yes, it I mean, does.
1: from all across the the different generations of Batman. So, you know, check check HBO out or HBO Max out if you're looking for more Batman content. But, Kayla, right. did you celebrate any kind of Batman Day? Did you do anything special for that?
0: I mean, I will tell you that once I found out that it was Batman Day, I went and watched the new trailer again, the one that came out last year. When I say new trailer, that's what I mean, like the next Batman movie. I went yes. back to watch that trailer and then, oh, I, he he scored Rogue One. He's scoring the Batman Uh, Michael Giacchino. Yes, he released this video, uh, this this (laughs) chilling video of of them working on the score for the Batman. And originally, when I listened to it, I was like, wait a second. This is our first look as far as score goes for the Batman. But then I realized after I kept listening to it, I was like, wait a second. I think they included this on the first costume suit reveal of Robert oh, Pattinson's video. Okay. And so I also went back to check that out to get confirmation that yes, in fact, we had heard that okay. before, but there's nothing like seeing it live. Uh, all yeah. the instruments going and, and him directing and conducting yeah. it all. It, it was, it was phenomenal. It gave me chills. Yeah.
1: That's some of my favorite part of any behind the scenes uh, documentary is watching the, the composer do his thing, whether it's John Williams, Michael Giacchino, Howard, Sch- I don't care. It's just really fun to me. I don't right. have that musical uh brain however my brother one more plug for thursday he's actually in a marching band as a snare drummer so he has
0: there you go
1: some of that knowledge of and mentality of that so that 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 was you know kind of a, a large piece of batman day but the only other thing that really happened on batman day that was kind of noticeable and really kind of neat was Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder Woman herself, shared a behind-the-scenes video of her wearing Ben Affleck's Batman mask. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Not sure which film it was from. I would venture to say it was from Justice League's shoot. Um, But what did we think about seeing this? I mean, how did it make you feel to see somebody so tiny wear that giant helmet of a cow?
0: It was interesting. And I also think we got an image of Zack Snyder wearing it. Like, that was out there. It, it, yeah 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 it did tell you what though it reminded me of how much i like um ben affleck's batman suit if i'm being yeah. honest i'm really digging it and um i i hope i think we are we're getting ben affleck in the flash movie correct
1: Those isn't that are, the rumor
0: or the that's speculation the rumor.
1: I, okay. I hope it happens i think okay the more batman we put into this multiverse movie the better sure you know and there's even been talks about the Arrowverse from the CW shows crossing mm-hmm. over in there and all kinds of things. So, you know, I, it's neither here nor there whether or not he shows up, but I, it's right. cool with me. It's cool. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. No, um, but
0: no, that was really my big takeaway was seeing it. Uh, just how much I actually enjoy Ben Affleck's yeah. version of Batman. You know, really, there, all the recent versions that we've been getting is, as far as Bale, Bale. Uh, Affleck and now Pattinson these three past ones from what I've seen so far as far as Pattinson's they've been all great in my opinion I I really enjoy all of the different portrayals that we've gotten over the past couple of decades now
1: yeah and I I think above all of them you know Christian Bales is in my opinion the best out of those three
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, it's really hard to compare him to Michael Keaton Michael Keaton is Mm -hmm. a fantastic you know I think he's a better Bruce Wayne than he is a Batman. Mm -hmm. And there are some people out there who will fight hard on that one. But um, I love Christian Bale. I think he was the perfect, you know, marriage of the two. And really Ben Affleck, the more I think about it, the more I think about Batman versus Superman, the more I think about uh, the Snyder cut, I see more of, yes, Ben Affleck was a great Bruce Wayne and a great batman mm-hmm. and i'm hoping to get that with robert pattinson so yeah, um i definitely. thought it was exciting great stuff um batman day wise well, one final thing on batman day um i think you know matt reeves tweeted a photo of him in the editing room those of you who do kn- don't know who matt reeves is he is the director for the batman starring robert pattinson and he uh, used that uh picture and captioned it with can't wait to share a lot more with all of you in four weeks from today, that was on Saturday at DC FanDome. So he's he's teasing up that we're going to get even more information about the Batman. I think that alone is exciting. And plus the image on the editing screen was Robert Pattinson wearing the Batman uh, cowl. And he's, and you kind of see it on our, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. He's firing a grappling gun and it doesn't look too different than previous grappling guns, which I mean, how many different ways can you make a grappling gun? But, you know, I think it's really, really fun. Caleb, what what do you think about this image?
0: No, it was pretty cool. And again, it just gave me the super awesome vibes. It it made me enjoy the day a little bit more. Seeing just a new image, knowing that this film is eventually going to be coming out. I can't wait to see it. And and I've said this so many times. I really do think that Robert Pattinson is going to blow us away. He is Mm. so talented. I know that there are people out there that the only thing they've seen of his is unfortunately Twilight. Yeah. But
1: it's stupid. (laughs) He is
0: so talented in everything that I've seen him recently in. And I really think that he can add a dynamic to Bruce Wayne and Batman that we've never seen before. And that gets me super excited.
1: Yeah, and... I'm right there with you. And when, I, when a second ago, I said it's stupid. What I mean is when people get upset, like, oh, you know, Vampire, eh, Twilight. Like, look, I've never seen Twilight. So I don't actually know how bad of a movie or series I should say it is. And, you know, I know people who hate watch it. I know people who love it, collect all the Twilight stuff. I mean, I've known people who do that. But at the same time, this man has come a long way. From even his harry potter days okay because right let's remember he was in harry potter as well Good call. so to get all the way up to where he is now to play batman i think is a big deal well you guys tell us what you think down in the comments about this one you know uh robert pattinson showing up as batman i think it's gonna be fantastic dc fandom gonna be a great time So you just let us know. So, Kayla, why don't you take us into our next news piece?
0: Yeah, and this next news piece is our main topic that was teased up at the top, teased up with our title, and again, been vibing with Venom by Eminem all day to get me hyped up to discuss Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And regarding- (laughs) <laughs> Regarding this film, Tom Hardy and Andy Circus are doing their rounds as far as promoting it and getting everybody excited and ready to go see this film. And most recently they sat down with Entertainment Tonight Canada to discuss those characters of Venom and Carnage for this film. So much of this video is just really them two kind of praising each other and the work they did and also praising Woody Harrelson's portrayal as as, uh, Carnage. But I think a lot of of people out there are running with this direct quote from Tom Hardy himself saying there is a Spider-Verse, a Venom-Verse, and a Multiverse And a lot of people are thinking that that him kind of discussing that that both of them continually saying things like, oh, we're building up this universe is getting a lot of people amped up to see, you know, is it possible for Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's Spider-Man to eventually cross over with these two kind of verses that they are setting up? Now, that's not the only kind of tease that we've gotten as far as this goes, but I will pause there. Uh, DJ, anything else you would like to add about just that one quote and that interview uh, between the, or with those two in it?
1: No, not necessarily anything major. I just, you know, I want these characters to end up on screen together in a major way, something bigger than what we saw in Spider Man mm-hmm. 3 and the Sam Raimi universe. Um, beyond that you know there's not a whole lot to say you know we don't I don't think we have this in our show notes for tonight because it just came out like today or yesterday
0: okay but somebody
1: flat out asked Topher Grace who played Eddie Brock I saw um, that. yeah and it's just kind of funny they said hey uh, are you in this one and he like sarcastically responded and was like oh yeah I'm totally in it and I'm gonna beat the crap out of Tom Hardy and Tom Holland's just a <laughs> dork and and I'm paraphrasing and he goes and then Han Solo is going to resurrect and he's going to show up and he was and Topher Grace, admittedly massive Star Wars fan and everybody knows that he's famous for his super cut of Star Wars uh, prequel trilogy and that's never seen the light of day. Unfortunately, I would love to watch it. But um, you know, he kind of joked about that. Beyond that, you know, I don't have much just to say except that I have a very high respect for Andy Serkis because of my Lord of the Rings fandom. And, Mm -hmm. and if I'm venturing off into a weird direction of film, I love him in 13 going on 30. I think he's hilarious in that Jennifer Garner classic. I, I have a few chick flicks. I really enjoy 13 going on 30 is in the number two spot behind mean girls. Uh, you got to watch I think Mean Girls is like a once a year revisit it's so mm. good but that's just okay. maybe it's me I think I I've know. seen it
0: once and I'm good at yep. seeing it you're, once <laughs>
1: you're missing you're missing out brother it's a good movie Um, uh, it's just funny it's just a lot of funny bits but anyway love Andy Circus so much have yeah. a, a massive respect for him so I'll watch anything that guy does from now until eternity oh, pretty much so no I got, sure. nothing, I got nothing else on this one
0: yeah. okay well let's keep going because again there are so many small details yeah. here that can kind of you know, and I'll probably just reveal all the small details. And then that way we can build into, you know, this big, bigger discussion here, Tom Hardy. And I think this might be the biggest one that a lot of fans are running with. Tom Hardy was recently photographed in a Spider-Man No Way Home hat that only the production crew received. Only the people working on the film had any access to receiving said hat. Now that photo i was trying to get it ready to for our youtube audience i was trying to get that photo on display for you to see it but it's deleted everywhere and rightfully so if that has any indication as far as tom hardy being involved with no way home they wouldn't want it out there so it's hard to find it uh in the format that you know i would need to have that format in as far as (laughs) showing to our youtube viewers but regardless it's fact i'm not making this up uh tom hardy was spotted with a spider-man no way home hat and this has again has led speculation and all these people going crazy And so that's one thing so let me just pause there and i'll just go ahead and add the next thing and and that way i think we can just kind of talk about all this all in one big thing we also recently got a new venom poster that says in two weeks the universe is expanding expanding we're getting bigger we're adding things to this universe also Andy Serkis uh, recently I think yesterday added to this discussion as far as will we ever see Spider-Man and Venom cross paths and Andy Circus said there's more still to unpack in the Venomverse before we go there so it's definitely a story thread that all of these creators are rightfully so trying to set up Now, let's pause there. I think that is all the facts that we know as far as teases and setups, as far as these two characters eventually crossing over and seeing each other. So let's go back to the hat situation. What is the likelihood of Tom Hardy actually showing up in No Way Home? And I guess I can go ahead and give my answer if I'm being completely honest I think the only way that we see him is an end credit scene. I think there is too much going on in this film that I don't want Tom Hardy's venom to be thrown in there and not get the attention that it deserves because there's so many other things that that have all of our, like all of these returning characters, this multiverse idea, like all the, all the three different Spider-Men apparently. So yeah. let's just focus on that for No Way Home and then worry about Tom Hardy's venom in another film is my opinion. And that's why I'm saying if he is in no way home, I think it's only a post credit scene. What say you, what say For, you?
1: Well, fair enough. Firstly, <laughs> first of all, firstly, um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that he would only show up in a post credit scene. Yeah, but I think he's in it. I'm just gonna be <laughs> honest. With I just think he's in it. Like, Listen, I'm an avid hat wearer. I mean, Uh I'm not wearing my Mando Talk hat tonight. I mean, I will probably on Thursday. I I love wearing hats. People who know me, who see me on a regular basis, know I wear hats. Guys, I don't leave the house without knowing what hat I'm wearing, okay? And if I'm wearing a hat that I clearly don't need to be photographed in, I'm Uh not going to wear it when I take a selfie. Because the picture was, to me, it was a selfie. You don't hold the phone way out here and click and then was he
0: holding the phone. No, oh. it was the other guy. Oh, okay. But,
1: but still like you don't get in a picture and not know what you look like. I mean, sure. maybe you'll take a random one and like, in like Snapchat and send it to like your best friend and be like, Oh, look how goofy I look. But like, that's not, this was a clearly like, Ooh, let's Kodak this moment and move forward. And, mm. and that's what they did. And he's, and now I saw somebody say, Oh, he's wearing some other, you know, shirt, Cobra, from some Kai. Other- Cobra Kai. Yeah. That, that, now people will be like, Oh, does that mean he's a Cobra Kai? First of all, to those people, of course not, <laughs> uh, obviously because he's not in the Cobra Kai karate kid universe. He's in the Spider-Man universe. He 100% uh, exists in the Marvel universe, whether it's the cinematic or not. So for him to be wearing a Spider-Man hat, dude, Tom, come on, dude. Like if you're not supposed to let people know you're in this thing, don't get photographed or even wear the hat in public for that matter. I'm sorry. I just look, it's just a bad move. If you're supposed to keep the secret, it's a bad move. Well, and I see
0: maybe that, I think maybe that lends itself to for us as an audience to believe that he was just given the hat, like as, as a, As a token for appreciation hey we got this this spider-man no way home hat maybe he visited the set one day and they're just wanting to show him as far as like you know here's here's what your character could eventually you know be introduced to what do you get what do you got to say he
1: visited the set because he's in the movie caleb he visited the set because he's in the movie like come on man the guy (laughs) the guy is wearing a hat you don't just give somebody a hat. I mean, maybe you do. Okay. Like people have given me hats before you gave me a hat. Okay. There you go. It's right. It's right there. All right. Now I understand people give away hats, but you sure. don't give away a hat like that. If you don't expect to, for somebody to be involved, mm. you know, it just, it is what it is. And so i all things to be talking about of all the things in the world, a hat. I mean, it's <laughs> just a hat, but at the same time, like you just don't you don't, you just don't do that. I mean, if you know better, you don't do it. You know? It's like if somebody saw George Lucas wearing a Star Trek hat, the Mm -hmm. world would explode because people would be like, why is George (laughs) Lucas wearing a Star Trek hat? He's not involved in Star Trek. Oh, maybe he is. You know, it's just, it's what would happen. So, I mean, just as an example, I know it's ridiculous because it probably has never happened. Um, But still, I think the hat thing, this, he's in the movie. Like, and I said this last week on the show. I was just upset that this movie wasn't rated R. And right. and I'm upset at the runtime of this movie. However, at, I know it's like night, it's not even I can watch Peter Pan in the same amount of time. <laughs> okay. That's that's that should tell you everything you need to know. But yeah. because he's wearing the hat, it says no way home right across the front of it. It has mm-hmm. Spider Man on the hat. There's a reason that movie's short. There's a reason it's not rated R, and it's it's that. He's in the movie. You know, I think all all evidence points straight to this. If this is a murder mystery, boom, mm-hmm. we got him. You know, it's what it is.
0: Okay, I still slightly disagree. I, and that's okay. I, I don't know. I still don't expect to see And another thing that I'm still internally processing and struggling with is the only reason why the MCU has Spider-Man right now is because a contractual agreement that Marvel slash Disney made with Sony Marvel slash Disney have no owning rights with Tom Hardy's venom right now. And from what I've been reading and hearing is the Marvel Disney slash Sony agreement contract is fixing to end. So that's why I'm saying, I think if venom is in No Way Home. It's in an end credit scene to tease a Venom three where we see Venom and Spider-Man clash because that's when Sony will then have the rights to Spider-Man yet again.
1: You, you, you threw out the line. Okay. You pulled it back. You're reeling me in. All right. I'm, I'm, I got, I like what you're saying now. I, uh, I, I want to continue to see Tom Holland in the MCU Um, I understand that there are contracts and such that dictate otherwise uh, potentially, but there's also this thought that people like myself, I've still not seen the first Venom movie, Mm -hmm. uh, which I'm going to remedy probably next week. I have plans to, to I've scheduled out time in my week to watch a movie. I think I'm going to watch Venom. Um, Yes. I'm looking (laughs) forward to it. I got to finish seven samurai first on HBO max. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, and that's, three and a half hours of nothing but Japanese. it's very hard to read the subtitles the whole time. Um, So that's that's sidebar about my life, but I'm just saying I'm going to carve out time to watch Venom. People like myself who are upset about the rating and upset about the runtime, Mm -hmm. putting him in no way home, I think says, you haven't seen venom one or two go check it out Mm -hmm. because venom and Spider-Man will be in theaters at the same time. I mean, they'll overlap. Just a hair,
0: may maybe I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how long Sony is keeping their movies in theater anymore.
1: Typically, uh studios will leave their movies in theaters for about two months, right, right? Right around, right around two months. But I think
0: they've adjusted that now post COVID. Like when oh, I think okay. it's now down to 45, 45 days is what okay. these major studios and are sticking to. But it's still possible. So I, yeah. I don't mean to like just cut you off. No, no, but, no, no, no. But it's still possible That's fine. either way. It.
1: Yeah, Sorry. I think you're right. I mean, no, it's totally possible. You're right. I mean, and yeah. it's totally improbable at the same time because uh-huh. of I didn't know about the 45 day thing. Right, so right, 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 right. it is what it is, what it is on, on that. You know, it's not a big deal. I just think that that could lend to it. You know, oh, you didn't. And it actually kind of makes sense if it does go out of theaters within a certain amount of time before we get to No Way Home mm-hmm. because it hypes up the potential for their Blu-ray releases. And True. they, they got to make money there too um it's not i mean it is all about the box office in a lot of ways but then it hits mm-hmm. the shelves at target walmart and all these other places mm-hmm. you know it's there it's it's yeah. going to be there and people are going to pick it up especially if either venom from either universe shows up mm-hmm. in this movie i mean I, I can only imagine if topher grace shows up as venom in this movie too because that's wild and random as well yeah It very easily could happen because we already got Doc Ock, apparently Sandman, and Mm -hmm. also the Green Goblin. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was 100% Willem Dafoe's laugh. So Mm -hmm. um, it's very possible any one of these Venom guys could show up. I mean, all of this because of a stupid hat. (laughs) All the
0: things. See, I could could still keep going because I do think... See, I'm of the belief, though, that we are getting a reference to Tom Hardy's Venom. If we don't see him... I think somebody's going to make a statement about him in No Way Home. Yeah, And fair. just so that's a little bit of a tease as to what could potentially happen. Because, okay, Venom 2 is carnage. How do you top that with a Venom 3? The answer top is Spider-Man.
1: It, you only top it with Spider-Man. Absolutely. That's the
0: answer. Yeah. So I, I feel like I, that's I what it's you. heading to is, is a Venom 3 or where they market it as a like they did with Batman versus Superman or they market it kind of like that, where it's more so like a sequel for both of those characters, if you sure. will.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it creates a whole new Sony Spider-Verse situation. I mean, I, you call it whatever you want, but it, it just it goes to show us that Tom Hardy and Andy Serkis both are sitting around here talking. I don't know why nobody's asking Tom Holland, probably because they know he'll spill everything. <laughs> you know, the dude just cannot keep his mouth. He's done really yeah. well, actually, with yeah. No Way Home. He's, he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. But all that to say, I, I think you're right. You know, especially when we look at this Andy Circus quote back from the 20th of the, or I believe it was yesterday. Uh, there's, he says there's more, you already read it, but I want to reread it. There's more, sure. more still to unpack in the Venom verse before we go there. And when there is in reference to Venom making a debut in the MCU, um, the MCU, I'm sorry, at this point, if Venom's, if Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's Spider-Man both end up in a movie together venom's Mm -hmm. in the mcu by association
0: sure i I would agree with that
1: and that's how i'm gonna look at it and that also means carnage is in the mcu by association Mm -hmm. and to borrow a phrase from star wars that makes it canon um (laughs) and that's where we're at with what if right now i mean what if is this multiverse where the watchers out there watching all these crazy scenarios take place yeah but even as he's watching he even iterates at the beginning of the very first one. Hey, Mm -hmm. in a different universe, Steve Rogers became captain America, but in this universe, so he is, he's aware of it. And I think within the multiverse, we have a carnage, we have a venom. We, I I just, I don't see how hard it is to just listen, you take this amount of money. We'll Mm -hmm. take this amount of money. We'll pay whatever you want to pay. We just want Tom Holland. I mean, Tom uh, Hardy in the movie. I just, Sure. It's not, it's just not that I feel like it's not that hard. I remember a few years ago, Hugh Jackman talking about whether or not the X-Men could show up with Spider-Man in the MCU, which at the time we're all in three different franchises right yeah. now. Sony's the only holdout. So waiting on this to happen. I, I just, it. I wanted to, I want to see it happen so bad. And I know we're kind of running out of time here, but like hey, at the same hey, time, this I'm is just a- like,
0: See, again, there's so much I could say. There's so much I could say about this topic. Like for one, to the thing that you just said, one of my favorite guys I listen to on YouTube, Robert Meyer Burnett, he always says this, it ain't show friends, it's show business. That's my rebuttal to the, you know, you take this amount of money, you take this amount of money. Second thing that I want to say, I just to maybe segue and end this conversation a little bit. I am interested, once you see Venom, I want you to consider this when you watch it. Whose portrayal of Spider-Man would pair better with Tom Hardy's Venom? Because in my personal opinion, I think Andrew Garfield honestly goes with him best. Uh, And maybe you'll better be able to answer that once you actually see Venom.
1: Well, having never seen Venom, but Mm. I've, seen the trailers i've listened to the song
0: sure. you
1: know and the song's dope i mean it just it is it's awesome but i think yeah you're right like even though i've never seen it i think oh andrew garfield spider-man kind of edgy kind of gritty kind of dark has that kind of not dark night feel to it but sure. like it's got this cinematography i don't know something to it and it feels a lot like venom i feel like and yeah if that's what I mean, shoot. If Andrew Garfield came back and, and was Spider Man and he that was his venom, that would be wild.
0: See, but, what if we get like a No Way Home scene where we look into Garfield's verse, if you will? Oh my gosh, and, and it's him clashing with Tom Hardy's venom, and there's our tease for Venom 3.
1: That would wouldn't that be, be no-
0: something? <laughs> I
1: mean, to have Andrew Garfield just come back, I mean, would be insane. Yeah. I mean, and like we talked about this in the previous weeks, previous episodes of Geekverse, but Andrew Garfield's making the late night rounds or he mm-hmm. had been making the late night rounds. I haven't seen anything this week. I doubt that maybe we're over that hill now, but
0: yeah, maybe it's di- uh Toby next.
1: <laughs> oh man. They start interviewing Toby. It's a done deal. All three of them are in the <laughs> movie, you know, it's a done deal, but It'd be cool if like we peel back the the I don't even know what to call it, the curtain, I guess, of the mer- multiverse. And
0: sure, see, the spiderwebs uh, of the multiverse.
1: Yes, there you go. <laughs> the spiderwebs of the multiverse get pulled away, like in Indiana Jones finding artifacts. And we see there's Tom Hardy and he's fighting Andrew Garfield. And we all say, Holy crap, what have we been missing <laughs> this whole time? Like, you know, yeah. and we gotta remember that Sony very easily could do that because they still own those andrew garfield movies and they were actively setting up a sinister six film which the mcu kind of has already done with tom mm. uh, holland spider-man and we got to remember that so yeah it's still even though it's a ridiculous thing to think about sure. it just, just be cool but if it happens we'll all go nuts
0: yeah because well, it'll be cool i mean it'd be I- awesome I hope to get answers in No Way Home as far as what the future of Spider-Man and Venom could possibly be. And I I know we spent a lot of time on that topic, but I think that is a fantastic, fascinating topic to spend some time on. But you let us know what you think. If you think that we are going to see Tom Hardy's Venom in the MCU and maybe even No Way Home, please let us know. We would love to have a conversation about that but uh let's do this one final thing what we've been doing the past few weeks is we've been discussing what if and we've been doing what if spoilers however your boy here hasn't even seen episode six of what if so we can't necessarily do that this week uh i will use this as an opportunity though to just justify that First of all, it's been pretty busy. I've been busy, so I haven't really had an opportunity to catch What If. Admittedly, I've been more excited that college football and NFL is back on the weekend, so I've been watching that over What If. And secondly, I think maybe I'm just struggling to stay engaged because I know that each episode changes and and focuses on other characters versus the previous weeks. But, DJ, you mentioned something off air that they're going to start – bringing some characters back
1: i've heard the rumor whether or not it's accurate it's they're going to bring in the different people we've already seen in the previous what if episodes and do something like i heard that captain carter's coming back Mm. which like i 100 for that's been my number two favorite of the whole Uh, what if series thus far with dr strange holding the number one spot it's been for me it's been very hard to beat um and talking with different people here just you know at home at different times you know people are like oh i really liked the the whatever episode rather than this episode you know Mm -hmm. and so hearing about this potential of let's bring in you know, Spider Strange, and let's bring in uh, Captain Carter, and let's bring in Star Lord T'Challa. Like, all of that's really cool. I will say this, though, about what if, I am surprised at how many times Chadwick Boseman has appeared as the Black Panther in this series. Mm. You know, up to this point, I've just been under the impression he was only going to be in the one, and I think he's been in at least one other. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, yeah, and I won't say anything about this week, not that he's in it, because I don't actually remember. But um, it's this week's episode was was good. They've all been good. Yeah, you know, this one was kind of probably the most um, not out there, but definitely one of the ones I was like, I don't really think I needed this one. Okay. Um, but it was good. Like I was like, I sat there and watched it and I was like, I try to be very objective when I view some a movie or a TV show for the first time. Sure. And with that one, I was like, yeah, I, I see it, but I, I don't think I, I, I really needed it. So when you go back and watch it, you know, we can all talk more about it, but all that to be said, yeah. Um, there is those rumors that it could be, you know, other characters from previous episodes coming back. Okay. Um, whether or not that's accurate. I don't, I don't actually know. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'll end up watching What If tomorrow, um, if I can squeeze it in with my Visions watching,
0: right? And that takes I, priority for me at this point, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, you, the, the those of you that are listening, you know who I am, you know how I am. Star Wars always takes yeah. first, takes the cake. Uh, I'll be scarfing into that cake uh, tomorrow, <laughs> with Star Wars Visions.
1: I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get my big bowl of cereal, and I'm gonna have some cinnamon rolls. Yeah. My, egg, my my scrambled eggs and bacon, and I'm gonna have yeah. me a big breakfast, mm. and then I'm gonna pull out uh just just Star Wars visions and, and just consume all of it at once.
0: Well, I'll be jealous because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch it before I have to go to work tomorrow. So that means I'm gonna have to try to watch as much as possible when I get home tomorrow you night.
1: Ju- you just gotta like get up earlier <sighs> if that's even. If that's even a possibility. I
0: could, me. but my boss is evaluating me tomorrow. So, you know, no, I got to be can. on my nope. best game. I got to nope. be on my best game.
1: Tuck, tuck <laughs> your shirt in, wear a tie. <laughs> wear a Star Wars tie. It's hey, you there you do. go.
0: That's what
1: you need to do. By <laughs> the way, I want to say this very randomly. Caleb does not know I'm about to say this. For those of you listening or watching, I was at Ross the other day. Mm-hmm. And I meandered through the toy section. I mean, it's right next to the baby section. I got a baby on the way. So we're looking at baby stuff. And I see a Black Series figure of Jar Jar Binks almost bought it for you. And I know really? that's like, I almost, get, <laughs> I know it's like saying I almost got you this gift, but I was like, sure, man, if I could get anything for Caleb, it would be this. And I was going to like, hey, man, can you like give me your address Just <laughs> <to laughs> ship it off to you? And I've almost gone back and looked for it yeah i, I think hey. i'm gonna go back and look for it
0: hey that's <laughs> up that to was... you i'm not gonna try to persuade you i'm not at all but, but I hey i appreciate much, the thought i know how I much you thought. love
1: jar jar binks and oh, absolutely and if you don't love jar jar binks where are you at like come <laughs> on um
0: <laughs> i saw a I just... tiktok reference there <laughs> yeah,
1: uh yeah i've <laughs> spent too much time there anyway all that to say um it's pretty much it except i'm looking forward to thursday and, and yes what what if you know it's great it's it's all fun and games until you don't watch it apparently yeah uh, <laughs> but you know what Oops. good luck to good luck to your evaluation tomorrow
0: thank you sir everybody thank
1: you. watching or listening shoot caleb a, a dm <laughs> tweet at mando talk tell him hey good luck on that evaluation tomorrow those are big mm. deals that's a big deal
0: yeah, we'll and, see. And, Hopefully and I execute well. Hopefully I execute well. But I do know this. Thursday, we're going to execute well with our Mando Talk, Star Wars Visions spoiler review. We will see. Again, it's up to you, our listener. If I get feedback, if you want us to only talk about half of the series, we will. But if I, if we don't hear feedback... We'll kind of me and DJ off air, we'll discuss what we feel is best as far as our schedule goes. But again, if you would like to share your input as far as that goes, message us on Discord. That link is in the description of this video or in the podcast episode or tweet at us at MandoTalk or at rebel scum texan and and we'll take your thoughts into consideration but i can't wait to do that episode on thursday again it's a brother special where we've got two of our or my brother dj's brother coming in that we feel like are gonna give us good solid anime breakdown and discussion that me and dj probably couldn't provide, but collectively all four of us love Star Wars so it's going to be good to see both of these things that have great fan bases clash and collide and blend so well together and I can't wait to discuss that on Thursday Uh, and other than that Subscribe to this YouTube channel if you have not done so already. Hit the like button. Share it with a friend. If you're just listening on podcasts, we appreciate you there. Uh, I get it. Podcasts are very convenient. You know, we're busy. I'm busy. So if podcast is the only way that you can take us in, I appreciate it. I don't want you to think that YouTube is the only way. I appreciate you if you have my voice going through your ears right now, wherever or however you're listening I greatly appreciate it. And that's all that I have to say about that. So I'll pass it on to DJ to get us out of here for this week's edition of GVR Geekverse Reactions. I had a ton of fun. Let us know what you thought of all those news pieces. And uh, yeah, I'll quit talking.
1: (laughs) I feel sorry that anybody has to listen to my voice. You know, I'm not the I'm not the most appealing vocal presenter out there. Hey. but you know what i appreciate just being able to have these kinds of conversations with you my my mando talk my geek verse brother over there uh, up in tennessee i mean you know it's crazy we've never met in person and that we right. get to do this every week i, I just yeah. thoroughly i've always will enjoy the my tuesdays and thursdays i now hold sacred sacred so I'm like because like and like someone was like can you i had to Schedule an appointment with somebody on Thursday, and I was like, "What time?" <laughs> and, and I was, and they were like, "This time." I was like, "Totally fine. Let's get it done. Like, no, no problem. It doesn't interfere whatsoever." And so, all that to say, super glad to always be here. Thank you for those of you who are listening and watching, subscribing, following, all the fun things. Mm-hmm. um Yeah, one hundred percent. Follow me at Rebelscum Texan. Follow Caleb Keller at Caleb Keller three or Caleb J. Keller three. Excuse me. Go.
0: Yeah. James yeah, yeah, yeah. gang
1: over here. And but really
0: uh, again, at Mando talk, and that, Mando I talk mean, as well. I mean, that's, I mean, that's where you'll probably get me the most if I'm being completely yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and other than that, I got nothing else to say, except I guess one thing we will see you on earth too.